It was just bad. That's being super <laughs> PC. Just because the people are lighter skinned doesn't make it not racist if you imitate them. I don't think imitating. That's the only Italian voice I know how to do, though. Doing a German voice imit- is racist? No, that it's wasn't. doing the German. <laughs> That's also racist. Imitation is a form of flattery. Yeah. So, like, if I do with the voice like this, like, I don't think that's very racist. Okay. Spot on Jamaican. And now we're really recording and I'm not restarting this. This is real. All right. All this is that, was better, that was a better, that was better, though. Your first one was so bad. It was awful. We'll do it live. We'll do, we'll do it live. Heck yeah. Money. Well, shoot, you guys hit wanna... us with the beat. Yeah. Drop that. Uh, this is spoilers, the podcast where we monitor and uh, discuss John Candy's weight throughout his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <the> mod- <laughs> a John Candy themed podcast. Coming in at a we clean what, 355 in this movie? Ding. He's an easy four bills in this movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't as much stretched out leather as he had in, uh, in he, Cool he Runnings. He's close to Cool Runnings level. That's way. Yeah. yeah. Two cows died to make that jacket for him and Cole Rodgers. It's a callback. It's a callback to a previous episode. Oh, boy. So uh, today, what, Mike, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah what, is, oh, what is the date? Wednesday. The, the 23rd, I 23rd, believe. Wednesday the 23rd, 2016. Turkey Eve. 10-10. Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, Vince, you want to say where you're recording from and what you're doing? What you're, Are you drinking? Are, are you, you drinking? Or? Chilling? Uh, yeah, Vince the intern out here in Denver. Um, I, I guess I am drinking a little bit. I, I popped up a local brew at Coors Light, uh, <laughs> which is local to uh, Denver. It's out there in Golden, Colorado, which is a, uh, a beautiful town. Um, but, uh, yeah, drinking a little adult Pepsis and, uh, Skyping in with you turds. Uh, you three, I believe are together, right? Correct. Amundo. Yeah. Nice. So, this is, uh, Pappy. I'm drinking Rolling Rock tonight. And since like, tomorrow yeah. is Thanksgiving for 2016, and tonight is one of the biggest alcohol consumption nights of the year. Mikey's, the biggest, right? I think so. Well, no, I mean, that's what they say, but there's no if way. If we can help it, if we can help it, be, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to put it over the edge. But Mikey, Stevie, yeah. and I have been getting together four or five years now. On- four years. Four, yeah, four or five. At, at, least, getting four. at least four, yeah. and we call it the Gentleman's Seven. Yeah. Because There's nothing gentleman about it. When we first started, <laughs> there was 21 beers in the house, and they were all Drew's moms. And we drank them all. And we drank <laughs> them all. And my mom, and, and then we're like, okay, we're gonna go to the, like, hey, we're gonna have one of our siblings drive us to the bars. My mom's like, you can't go out. And we're like, no, it's fine. We've only had a gentleman seven. Into <laughs> <laughs> that. Mind you, been, what? Like in forty-five minutes too. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, it was, was like so we didn't fast. sit down. It was so <laughs> quick. We drank him standing up <laughs> in, in the kitchen. Didn't have time to sit down. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're uh, recording from Stevie's apartment right now. Uh, Stevie, you got anything to add? I mean, yeah, the, the one reason I threw in that really bad Italian, I guess stereotypical accent in the beginning is uh, I'm drinking Peroni. And then, Pat, you said it's the only beer in Italy you could find? When I was there, that was like the main thing. It was like the main one. Otherwise, yeah. they're big was, wine drinkers, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was Peroni or wine. Peroni or bus, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the reason why. And super light, super easy for the Gentleman 7. Highly recommend it.
Uh, so I guess we'll just start off with the, uh, this is an IMDB description from a user. Uh, I'll just read this off. Uh, For uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've time. said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Planes, today we're recording. In case planes. you didn't read the title of the episode, <laughs> yeah. <before> it's on. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> what are they talking some about? Some people. Well, well, some people can't read. I think Pat proved that uh, when he led, read a fan letter a couple <laughs> episodes hilarious. back. <laughs> Another callback. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this, plenty uh, of those. This description uh, is, in New York, the marketing executive Neil Page wants to travel home to Chicago for Thanksgiving. He has difficulties getting a taxi and his flight is canceled. He meets uh, in the airport the clumsy and talkative shower curtain ring salesman Del Griffith, who has taken his cab and they travel side by side to Chicago. However, the bad weather shuts down O'Hare Airport and they land at Wichita, Kansas. They both want to go to Chicago and they decide to travel together. Uh, along their journey, Neil changes his viewpoint about Del Griffith and his own behavior. And that awful summary was by Claudio Carvalho from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So if you wow. wanna, so if you ever want to be on the uh, podcast, uh, go fuck yourself because you're not going to be on it. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, write better synopsis and then maybe. Uh, so I guess I'll just start off with. Uh, uh, I'll start off with a question. Uh, do you guys have any nightmare travel stories? I'm just going to go since this was – they were landing in O'Hare. Anytime you fly into O'Hare, it's a fucking nightmare, dude. That's the worst so airport, scared. I think, continental U.S. <laughs> it's so bad. I. It's so, so, so bad. If you're Is going to Midway Chicago down? area Midway's and far. you can go to Midway, go to Midway. It's kind of smaller. And then <clears> – <throat> so – all of us are, are from Indiana. We're, we're Indiana folks. So we'd come up from the southeast um, up into Chicago. And Midway is closer than O'Hare as well. So like O'Hare adds like an extra 30, 45, 60 minutes uh, to our, our drive back to Indiana, um, which just sucks. But it's a big airport. There's always cancellations. It's dirty. It's, it's just a gross, shitty airport. Although I will go into an actual scary story. Um, and it was around Christmas time or at least it was in the winter. I forget the exact specific time, but it was me, my mom, and dad, and uh, we had just visited my brother down um, in Florida, and we were flying back into, into I believe, South Bend Airport, um, which is a smaller airport, um, maybe a regional So, uh, But, uh, yeah, so it, it was really, really, really bad weather, and we actually had, like, three delays in uh, Florida to fly back. Third one, we were about to give up and just go to a hotel or go stay at my brother's. And uh, finally, finally, they gave us a time. Um, so you know, after like six hours of waiting, it, it we're flying back. And I think it was holiday time, and it, it was terrible weather, terrible, terrible weather in Indiana. So we're we're flying back, and we're getting right about to land into South Bend, and uh, we're descending. You know, they, they went through the whole spiel: buckle up, turn your phone off, blah blah blah, whatever it is. Put your tray table up, make sure your bag's under your seat, all that stuff that really probably doesn't matter. Um, sorry, TSA. Uh, anyways, we're going down, and uh, I, I shit you not, we're probably 10 yards off the ground, and the plane jerks and pulls back up. And, and, and so we go back up and start to ascend and like go up into the air. And may I mind you that the captain never got on the thing and said, 
uh, blah blah blah. Like he didn't say anything. Like it was dead silent. Everyone's looking around. Your lives. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I mean, he probably was. Trying to land that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to land the bird, but uh, he didn't tell us anything, and we were so close to landing, and he just whips it back up into the air, and everyone in the plane is freaking out. We were it, like, no one knew what was going on. Thirty minutes later. He hasn't said anything, like nothing at all. This is like a legit 30 minutes goes by and you can feel that he's like turning in the air, he or she, whatever the pilot is, turning in the air and uh, like kind of making like, big, big loops. Yeah, big circles or big loops. And uh, finally we start descending again and he comes on and this is like a good 30 minutes later and he's like, uh, sorry, uh, we, we just had to try that again. I wasn't feeling too comfortable with the landing. And this is, he's saying this as we're going down for the second time. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, dog. <laughs> I'm looking at my mom and dad like, hey, it's been a great ride. I love you guys, but uh, this might be it. Like, who knows? But uh, that was Hot my twist. Serious. It was Captain Sullivan the whole time. Sully <laughs> landed the Hudson. Yeah, no, that, that was a legit scary time. Um, yeah, that was that was a weird, weird thing because uh, never have I been so close to the landing and then whip back up in the air without the uh, captain telling us what was going on. Um, yeah. I have one. This is going to make me sound like a spoiled asshole, but uh, this is probably when I was like 13. We were flying back from vacation in Hawaii. You one percenter. <laughs> Center. So, um, had a great vacation in Hawaii. It was just me, my mom, and my sister. Get on the plane. I'm dead tired. Cause I don't sleep the the night before we go to I, before I fly because I'm terrified of crashing. So when I get on the plane, I just pass out. So we get on there. I'm passed out. My mom t- wakes me up. And she goes, "Hey, can you um, switch me seats? I don't like this seat." I'm thinking that's my mom. Yeah, cool, whatever. And so we switch. And I noticed the kid next to me. He was Asian and he was about my age, and he was sweating profusely and sneezing and coughing. Like he was gonna throw up the whole trip. <laughs> oh Jesus! So the the Hawaii flight is not short. It's a solid six and a half hours That's back to the. That's a long flight. It's six and a half hours a back long, to the continental U.S. You flew into L.A. from Hawaii. Yeah, I flew into San Fran. Oh, actually, that's like four. Yeah. It was a long, long ride, and by the time we landed in O'Hare from San Fran, I was running a high, high fever, and I still haven't <laughs> forgiven my mother for it. <laughs> Three hundred miles. Threw me so woman. far under yeah. the bus. That's she, my that's my nightmare travel. Uh, she diagnosed him in the air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to so I was flying from uh, Tokyo to uh, Chicago, I think. Tokyo, China to Chicago, Chicago which is an insanely long flight. And this kid sits next to me, and he, he seemed like a nice guy. He was about my age, but like he, I could tell he never flown before, and he was asking questions like. Do I need to put my seatbelt on? I'm like, I don't care. Like, you know, whatever. It's your life, bro. <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, whatever. Like, I'm wasted because I spent the last four hours in the lounge at the, <laughs> the Tokyo airport. So then uh, we, we take off, get off the ground, kicks off his shoes. I'm like, okay. Did he start rubbing his toes? Kicks off his socks. <gasps> Puts down his tray table. Puts his bare feet on the tray table, and I flew next to that for 12 hours. That's how he slept. That's how he sat. I took a picture of it. I'll tweet it out later. Did you hit him? I was That's aggressive. Yeah. It was the stinky thing I've ever seen. No, but I was in shock. Yeah. Well, I I feel like... I don't see how that's relevant to the story. Well, no, but I don't know if that's... I think it is relevant, guys. (laughs) Well, he's flying out of Japan. I I didn't know. (laughs) 
He went to was school he? in see. Well, he went to school in Singapore, and he was flying back to the states to see his like grandparents or something. Because we were talking for a little bit until he did that unforgivable sin. So <laughs> what? what an ass! Yeah. Not Asian. cool. <laughs> was he Asian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's... No. laughs> really what I've noticed in airports is that well, they also they don't it... wear shoes in their houses. Well, that could be a thing. But yeah, actually, no they, cult- might, they might go sockless on a plane. But in real. no culture is it acceptable to put your feet on where you eat. Maybe in their culture. No. <laughs> no, I've been to no, Singapore, no. where he's from. <laughs> I've been to all of the places where he could have like picked that up. No. Interesting. I've never flown it. I've only flown in like a small Cessna plane, and I wouldn't recommend that to anybody <laughs> because everything shakes in a small Cessna plane. That's scarier than like a <laughs> yeah. 737. Plane. I think so too. Yeah, because they don't put the A plus pilots on small planes. <laughs> uh, but, That's one gust of wind from. But going other down. than that, uh, I take the train quite often to go to Chicago, and I usually always get the fat guy just hanging. Hanging on me, sitting next to me on the train. Yeah. That's never any fun, so I'd say... Sneaking and sweating on you and stuff. That's my worst travel. That's what's so crazy when you watch this movie, too, because it's like, this is before you had iPads and, like, computers and in-flight movies. Like, you had to either read or talk to the person next to you. That I can't imagine having to talk to someone you don't know. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Del Griffith. That's my hell. <laughs> that is funny. That is a funny generational gap there. Because I don't think our generation really even knows how to have a conversation with somebody on a plane. It's like, uh, no, let me put my earphones in or earbuds in or earphones on and zone you out. But yeah. uh, this movie yeah. is really trapped in its time. There, it really wouldn't happen today, really. Well, even like the phones, like you used to see these, the phones that directly connected to hotels yeah. and airports, those don't exist anymore. But you used to just be able to pick up and hit like star six, eight and like contact like the best Western or something like that's mm. not a thing. That'd actually be really helpful today. <laughs> and phone banks, phone banks aren't a thing anymore. I think they're now like charging stations mm. or just not even there, like you know? Phones? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pay phones are like, yeah. Uh, well, I could, gotta ask you guys, uh, where... Does this rank on your? Are you guys considering this a holiday movie? And where does it rank yeah. on holiday movies? Because I've seen like five articles today as like this is the bona fide Thanksgiving definitive, definitive like Thanksgiving yeah, movie. Yeah, Thanksgiving movie. It has to be. Yeah. So. Wait. So I Snapchat right now has a Mrs. or a Miss Doubtfire filter. Is Miss Doubtfire a Thanksgiving movie too? I have no idea. I wouldn't think so. I think Miss Doubtfire spans a pretty far time. I don't know what happens. I mean, like the mom goes on a date with Pierce Brosnan in that movie. That can't be like a like a holiday movie. True. Yeah. No. I just thought why no, no, would it's uh it was released on 1993. So does that make it like the 20? 20... This would be the 23rd anniversary if it was no released reason, today. But... <laughs> I mean, that's what you Google Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, it's like saying Moana is a Thanksgiving movie because it's not. It just re- it was just released today. I have no idea huh. why that would well, be. Well, Mr. Doubtfire, doesn't he make, like, or he, she makes, like, a big meal for the kids? But that might just be him, her. I don't know. I don't know. I, I When I saw the, the filter on Snapchat, I figured that it the was... The one question uh, I've always had about that movie is, did Aerosmith make that song for them, or is that song already a thing? Wait, what song? Dude Looks Like a Lady. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course that song was already out. That song was already out. Wait, was it not? I don't know. Some... That's like the big question of my childhood. Can we just stay on topic <laughs> to the jaded <laughs> no, comedy we came here to talk that. about? <laughs> okay, yeah, she looks we're... like a lady came out in 1987. 
And I think Doubtfire is 93. So they are That's six. That's not too far of a gap then. Tears, dude. They didn't, they didn't foresee some shitty, uh, uh, what's his, Robin Williams movie coming out six years from now. R.I.P. No, no R.I.P. I didn't, I didn't enjoy yeah. that movie as a child. It may grow on me now, but all right. So bringing it back. Bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, yeah. just going to ask uh, what you guys thought of, uh, so, thought of Planes, Trains. You were asking if it was the definitive Thanksgiving or just yeah. holiday. Uh, well, it's obviously the Thanksgiving movie. I couldn't. I looked up the other movies mentioned in these articles, and there's a movie called Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Oh, I've heard that, but Son-in-law. I think it's nineteen percent. And actually, that's the origin story of Pappy. Is that movie? That's a story for another day. Another <laughs> podcast. There's a movie called Dutch that was mentioned. That it was also like a pretty big Thanksgiving movie, but I had never heard of it or seen it. Wait, someone famous is in that movie. Well, speaking of John Candy, I thought Uncle Buck also spanned Thanksgiving. Like it wasn't a Thanksgiving movie, but it like the plot spanned it. But I could be wrong. There's no. Is there a Thanksgiving scene in Uncle Buck? I haven't seen Uncle Buck in years. Another good movie though. John Candy likes to work around the holidays where there's lots of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should see the French toast. You couldn't fit it through the door. For those of you counting at home, that's fat joke number five <laughs> in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well that's what that's what killed him so you know it's a poor guy it's in play <laughs> yeah it's in play well I guess that was yeah I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> poor guy uh yeah I don't I mean I don't know what else did you guys think about this movie uh well, I want to touch back on uh the the technology and not having phones and we talked about phone a little bit but um Steve Martin's character Neil Page was always trying to reach back out to his wife and kids. You know, nowadays it's like several texts. They could FaceTime. They can call like nonstop. Oh, yeah. Uh, They'd be so Yeah, I mean, they could FaceTime every night or every whenever. He could Snapchat his dick at any moment in time. Yeah. There could be that. He had Graybush at the age of 20. (laughs) What the fuck? uh, This is derailed off the train. Welcome track. to spoilers, the uh, podcast where we monitor and uh, describe Steve Martin's dick throughout his film. But no, that's a good point because, like, talking about the technology too, like, even like how they pay for shit, like, it's a big deal if you don't have any cash. You're SOL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any. Well, yeah, cash. like he only had like one credit card that was like to a well, diner. He, or something. he was carrying like he was carrying eight hundred bucks on him. Like, who does that? Seven fifty three, I think. Yeah, yeah, because like Steve Martin had like six hundred, and then Dell had like what was it, three or four? They, like, no, it they was both like, had, like a ton of cash on them. Dell had like seven or four on two thirty. I no, it was seven fifty and two thirty. I, I I remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's not that big of a, a deal. <laughs> I had to get it out there for some reason. Specifically. <laughs> hey guys, it was like seven fifty ish and two thirty. Okay, can we get that? Also, yeah. wait, what the hell was that? I am too young to even know what that thing was at the uh, the uh, the motel, the first motel they stayed at, that's where how they he did, did like, receipts. A, that, like what the, what, that's how like they yeah. scanned the card too. What that was the like a way they scanned the card and did receipts. Yeah, but have you like have you ever seen one of those in use? No. That thing looked only in no. movies. Only in movies. It was like the <laughs> analog way to do it. Yeah, but what does it do? Just take a carbon copy of like what yeah. the numbers are, and then they call on the numbers to like yeah, collect like, money. I think it was like you know how when you write a check. And it like leaves you a copy, 
Left yeah. from your imprint. It's basically the same thing. That seems insanely susceptible to counterfeit. I feel like everybody got their identity stolen in the early 80s and 90s. And the cards he had was like a MasterCard, a Diners Club card, and a gas card. I don't even know what two-thirds of those are. Like, no. What's <laughs> a Diners Club card? Was that just like a, a credit card? Like a, That had to be like like almost like a Capital One like. Like some type Travel of like, card? Yeah, it's like the way I would like describe it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like it's some rewards program. It's still around if you Google it. Uh, but I've never like met traveler's anyone, checks? I've never met anyone who accepts or uses Diners Club, as far as I know. And, Tra- well, are traveler's checks still around? Most credit cards yeah. are backed by like the big three, right? Like, like American Express, Chase, or MasterCard? Visa. Is up there. Too. Visa, Visa, Visa too. Yeah, there's only like four or five big banks that do credit cards, and then like they do them through subsidiary smaller banks. I don't know how the financial system works. I should stop talking. Uh, I have so, no idea. So, <laughs> but to bring it back to the movie, was the data technology distracting for not at all for you? I kind of liked it. You know. Oh no, not at I all. I thought it made not the movie bad. more simple and actually more fun to like enjoy and watch. Without it, I mean, there's no movie. He if you can gotten, call AAA, yeah, the he movie's over. Yeah, gotten money from his wife so easily, mm-hmm. or yeah, taking an well, Uber anywhere. Taking an Uber from uh, St. Louis all the way back to Chicago <laughs> during uh, during uh, surge pricing, he would have. Like the cab chase scene, wouldn't it? Like whether everybody's looking for cabs at rush hour after the meeting in the beginning. Where Kevin oh, Bacon okay. and Steve Martin oh, square yeah. off. Oh, the Kevin Bacon cameo. Yeah, Kevin right. Bacon Kevin cameo, Bacon. yeah. I wrote a note about that, though, between Bacon and uh, Martin. That was kind of lame because, okay, they show like thousands or at least hundreds, at least a hundred of people like trying to wave down five o'clock like Friday before a holiday New York City traffic. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably exactly how it was to gain a cab. But then they go on a full like – both Bacon on one side of the street, Martin on the other side of the street. They go on a full sprint race, and they they they, they sprint for a good thirty seconds, which and would be at least clothes. one New York block, <laughs> in like yeah, nice clothes. And then they like both go after the same taxi. Yeah, they somehow now, eye each other from across the street. Yeah, and wouldn't the other hundreds to thousands of people trying to hail a cab, cab that they are standing right there? Well, I know, but like, so they're racing towards one. Wouldn't you think that people down the road would just be like, "Look at these idiots! I'm just gonna walk into this." <laughs> yeah. Like, like, how are they gonna be able to get that cab? That 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 didn't make. Yeah, there's gotta be but, like but five the, other guys right the, next to that cab. But the scene of Steve Martin yeah. running with like when he grits his yeah. teeth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Old man running. Yeah. That is funny. That's like the first LOL for me in that movie. <laughs> there were there were a lot of for this movie. I think there's a lot of funny components funny parts to it but when you look at it as a whole i think what it really lacks and i think i was talking to drew uh, pappy about this was the soundtrack it was oh, so, so cheesy the soundtrack is it bad, was so though. cheesy the dj it's mixing so is bad i don't yeah I can't remember. you're messing with the wrong guy the fact that you can't remember this is a lot <laughs> yeah it's all a drum machine it's so, it's very uh, it's yeah Dude, I cringe every time the I hear. Sentimental it. parts aren't bad. Wrong guy, you're messing with the wrong. Like it's just that's the most cringy. Like, I don't know. Maybe that was cool in the '90s. Three coins in the fountain. Come <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. on, you guys know this one. Beat the Flintstones. <laughs> uh, so do you guys have any other thoughts on? I don't know. Maybe 
I would say there's a 10 minute stretch of I can't tell you the name of the song, but it's Ray Charles Mess Around. Doing where, the mess around. Where they're driving. Um. <laughs> and then they do this break where, they, you know, you know what's that song called? Where it's na 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 na. What's that song called? Where John Candy is smoking and he gets his jacket caught and there's people flagging him down saying you're going the wrong way and like like Neil Page, Steve Martin's like, oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, these drunks want to race. I love that part so much. That's my biggest LOL. Because... See Martin's face when they when he realizes they're going the wrong way is is absolutely yeah. amazing. And two semis are coming, and he gets in between the semis. And Steve Martin looks right at John Candy. John Candy's the devil laughing. <laughs> oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and ten minute they... stretch of that movie is like ten like some ten minutes of my favorite part in movies of all time. Like I laugh yeah. my absolute ass off to that part. The and best part that, of that is I'm glad that. you mentioned that's like my favorite part of the movie. Oh, it's so funny. It's the most memorable part of the whole movie. The best part it's like of this that guy's drunk. This guy's like, drunk. Yeah. He wants to race me. And then they're like, <laughs> Yeah, how does he know where we're going? This guy know where we're going. How does this guy know where we're going? <laughs> and also the part where um they kinda have a break from each other where Neil and um Dell split up. And Steve Martin's trying to get back home, and they give him the keys to the rental car okay, this that is isn't a, there. No, we know going into this scene. I think this is the best use of the F word in any movie When he gets ever. to the woman that he's trying to get the rental car keys I, back I from. I think her use of dropping, well, then you're fucked, is the best use of the F word in any movie ever. <laughs> I have trivia. In any movie ever. This isn't, this isn't the trivia question, but... This scene is one minute long. How many times is the F word said? I'm going to win because I'm going <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. But yeah, that part is awesome. I mean, there's so many great parts of this wait, movie. Wait, 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 wait. What? Stevie, me and you, let's play. Well, I, would, yeah. I was just commenting on the movie a little more just because I feel like we didn't talk about we'll it a get, lot. We'll get there. We'll bring it around. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I thought you said it wasn't the trivia question, or it is. No, it's not. It's not the official trivia question. Oh, it's it's 18? Yeah, yeah, it's 18 times. Are you fucker? In one minute. Son of a exactly. bitch. <laughs> and the only time it's used in the whole movie. I mean, is there a better use of the F word in any movie ever that's more effective and more poignant? Because there's no other fucks in that It's whole up movie. there with uh, Chevy I Chase's mean, speech in Christmas Vacation for sure. It's up there. I'm sure there's some good F word drops. Dude, I don't know. I think this might be like, like just rants. Yeah. Just rants. Which I think John Hughes also wrote that movie. Because the, I mean, the use of the F word can become gratuitous, but it's so it's not used at any other point, and then they just go off. Yeah, off. On just, it. And that's why it's so funny. Is because this is where uh, yeah. Steve Martin's character yeah. just breaks. Pissed off. And there's that hilarious part where he's like walking to get on the bus now, and that guy just antagonizes him, saying, "You know, why don't you take a plane? You know, a hot meal, you can rest." And Steve Martin makes that line: "If I want to joke, I fire in the john and watch you take a leak." And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he punches him. And goes to the ground, and Dell almost runs him over, and they get in an argument, and he's like, fine, I'll move my car, but you pick him up. And he picks him up squarely by the balls. <laughs> yeah. Well, off camera, but... Yeah, off camera, like, and then he's making that voice, like, you know, Dell's like, I've never seen a guy get picked up by his balls before, and he's throwing that voice, like, he's just got his, you know... Yeah. That, went on, that went on a little bit too long, though. What's that? The the, the Alvin oh, and the Chipmunks voice. I was like, Yeah, it could have went just one reply, and then like, he did it like for four others. 
I mean, this is nitpicking out a movie that I really like, but yeah. Yeah, I, I was just trying to throw out really funny parts. There's a lot of memorable parts of this movie. Definitely. Now, did you guys think, and I wrote this as a note when I was watching it, I thought Steve Martin, um, Neil Page's character, relationship with his wife was kind of weird. And I, I, I don't know why. I just got a weird vibe when I watched it this time. It just, it seemed weird. He was like, you know, he's a big New York City uh, Madison Avenue marketing guy. Well, no, he that, was just, he was, he was there for business. Trip. He's hot shit, though. I mean, he's, okay, he's a hot shit like Chicago guy. House, doesn't it? The house looks like, it is. It is? It's that or the no. Uncle Buck house. That house was built for this movie. And was it really? It was like a real big. Big deal? Whole, yeah, a real big deal because it cost way too much money to build. Wait, 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 wait. They built a house for this movie? Yeah, it was like seven rooms and like $100,000. Where? In Chicago or LA? Looking at the suburbs. Oh, well, I'm sure it costs more than that. Yeah. I don't but know it looks just there. like the Home Alone. Well, doesn't John Hughes shoot all of his movies in Chicago? Wasn't he, I mean, wasn't he even pretty, pretty in pink in Chicago? I think so. But. Yeah. But yeah, it was a huge deal. And I guess it like caused a lot of stress on the set or whatever, building this house. It seems a little excessive. <laughs> yeah, to just to build just a house. Just because it's all they use for the yeah. facade, and there's no continuity that's needed. Like, you yeah. need a staircase. Is the <laughs> <laughs> you don't need anything else to make the scene work. But yeah, his wife uh, doesn't really try to, doesn't seem too concerned really when uh, he's not in contact with her. Like, he's. Pretty MIA well, for a while. And... Well, I think we're getting into the crux of the movie, which is not explicitly stated, but Steve Martin takes his family for granted. Yeah. And when you have the reveal of John Candy... Which is the saddest part of the whole movie. It kind of, like, he puts in perspective of how he's been treating his family, and he realizes how lucky he really is. And I think that's, like, what... Even though it might be a little bit... Even though the reveal is cheesy, I think that that undertone which is never explicitly stated that Steve Martin is very lucky and never realized how lucky he was to have all these things, a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, that when he sees the situation that John Candy's in, it just props him up even more. I think that's why this is an effective movie for me on an emotional level, not just funny, but also like yeah. sweet. You know? that, that John Candy reveal is, I mean, yes. it may be cheesy, but it gives me the feels. Spoiler, yeah. his wife is dead. His wife is that's dead the feels. whole time. Or... <laughs> Or there was never a wife in the first place. It was Bruce I mean, Willis. Inception. Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. But I kind, of, I kind of had a beef with the continuity of the film um, during that reveal. Because Steve Martin gets on a train, the L, I believe, or whatever that – and he's, and he's going away and the train takes off. Mm-hmm. And then like a minute later, like not even – He's coming back the opposite direction and jumps off. Like, there is zero way that he took off in a train and was back in less than 40 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously they had to make it work for the yeah. movie, but there was no like uh, time lapse type of shot that showed, like, oh, it's been like 15 minutes. But do you like, want to see five minutes of him running on a train after you've already watched two hours of that, though? I mean, I no, 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 no. No, but maybe maybe a John Candy checks his watch and it shows his watch, and yeah. then they cut yeah. to a platform watch that shows it 15 minutes later and, and he comes off. It's Just like something, out. like it take mm-hmm. two seconds, but to me, I'm like, come on. Like, you can't do that. Well, but Steve I, Martin I guess did I, check his missing watch, though, at I one see. point during that scene, didn't he? Yep. That's, that happened. He looked, He tried to look at his watch, and it was gone because he had given away oh, the hotel. Oh, he had given it away. Yeah. Yep. Truth. Yeah, maybe I'm just not smart enough to catch that. That That is true. 
Yeah. You also understand the genius of John Hughes. He wrote this in three days. What on a coke? There's, there's, an, there's an Eric Clapton song to explain that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't do that sober. <laughs> I think it's pretty wow. awesome to write a pretty hilarious movie in a weekend. Yeah. No. No matter how is... much cocaine is involved. No, cocaine or not. Maybe just the power of Jesus got him through it. Who knows? But yeah. that's a that's a pretty big feat if you did it in three days. Power of the pilgrims. Yeah. Power of the pilgrims. <laughs> uh, well, do you guys have anything else you want to add to this, or should we wrap it up and give our final reviews? I would like to uh, thank both our sponsors and the sponsor of this movie, Pepsi Combos, Burger King, Sun Pacific, American <laughs> Airlines. And then the Canadian Mounted were all featured in this movie. Uh, but all of the... The Mounties? No, the Canadian Mounted is what John Candy was reading. Oh. Oh, that was... What was oh. that? A porn? Is a that porn a book? Yeah. Porno book? Is that a Canadian Playboy? Uh, but they actually had to uh, remove all of the branding from the trains and rental cars and everything else because no one... I saw that Amtrak was something else. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... Am- Amtrak was like... Yeah, a different name. Little I didn't did they know that. how but celebrated this movie would be. The one part that kind of made my skin crawl is when Steve Martin looks right at the camera holding up combos and tequila and says, what a great combo. <laughs> 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 so I was like, okay. That's, that's all I'm going to know is this product placement company. Wow, I totally movie. missed that, but wow. It's when they're in the hotel I'll... I'm getting shwasted, yeah. No, no, no. I, I know when he was drinking out of the shooter and, and eating combos, but I missed when he looked at the camera and said that. That's funny. Also, uh, one of, either the first time they stayed in a place together or the second time, um, John Candy puts a quarter into like the vibrating bed. Have you guys ever been in a hotel or motel where they had a vibrating bed? I have not. They were big not in the yet. 90s. Oh. Not yet. <laughs> Can't wait. Not <laughs> yet. Not yet, Pappy says. Can't wait I for my honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow. No, isn't that like the cheesiest? Like, Yeah, that's that's. that's a I would not thing, be right? happy. 100%. Maybe. I don't. I feel like I having sex know, on a vibrating bed. That. Difficult. What, what else are you, you doing with your vibrating penis in bed? there? And just <laughs> what well, the hell? I think it's supposed to be relaxing a waterbed. I always assumed that was. But also I've never a found a waterbed yeah. relaxing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, well, I guess there's a reason why they don't exist uh, oh, very I'm sure much anymore. I'm sure waterbeds are well, yeah, so. a vibrating bed. I'm sure. I'm sure if you go like go to the right places, <laughs> go deep into America, you might be able to find a motel with those things vibrating still. Who knows? Who knows? So you guys want to give your final review? Sounds good. We'll start with uh, Colorado. Go west to east. Ooh. Best to worst. I like that. Um, so this is a great movie, and I think without the soundtrack. And maybe a different soundtrack or just no soundtrack. I think with a different soundtrack, it could be – it could be. Um, but it is a great movie. I love this movie. I probably watch it once a year. I have for, for many a year. Um, I'm going to give it a definite yes. If you haven't seen it, you definitely should. There's laugh out loud moments. I think earlier I mentioned that like it's a very funny movie in components or like in special parts. Uh, maybe as a whole, it's just a good movie. I think Pappy touched on the sentimental part. There is a part where it kind of comes full circle and you really get to see that how lucky Steve Martin is and, and maybe how um, in need of a friend or family someone alone might need might be. Um, so I think that's kind of came full circle and I was like a pretty good feels part. Um, but I, I just think if there was a better soundtrack and they cut out some of the 90s cheese, 
you know, they could have they could have made this movie from like a seven out of ten to a, a nine out of ten, and maybe been like one of the greats. Um, I don't. I think there was a lot of potential that they could have pushed back further of. But uh, saying all that, it's a fantastic movie. What's it is an cheese? LOL kind of movie. The soundtrack. Cheese in it. Essentially, is the cheese the soundtrack? The cheese is the soundtrack, but also like Steve Martin racing Kevin Bacon. Like, there's a lot of cheese in, sprinkled in. Um, the cheese of like okay. they're in that. Big, the the case so the the they're in the Madison Avenue like marketing uh, uh, meeting and there's this big guy sitting on like a ten foot platform looking down on the people on the table like it's just okay, weird wait, did like you guys watch after the credits sorry not to no no there's a scene after the credits do they marvel us they it's that guy eating Thanksgiving dinner still comparing the two slides was it I, funny. It, no, I've I've watched this movie every year for my entire life, and never knew there's a scene after the credits. It's just him. It's just, just him. How long is it? Eating turkey, still like comparing the two slides. It's like thirty seconds. It's Why did you watch it this time? Were it was, so much it was on. And I was like, I like like went around. Like the credits were rolling. I was like cleaning my house, like my mom's house, picking up the booze cans. Yeah, we know that's <laughs> not. Okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we definitely know you were cleaning. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you there. Go ahead. All right, so that's it. Oh no, I, I probably was trying to wrap it up anyway. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. It's really funny. Definitely see it. It definitely gets out of me. Um, but I, I do think it's has that potential of like it could have been even more. I'll, I'll, I'll leave ask it at you that. Real quick, what's your favorite scene? Mine? Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely that part that Stevie touched on when John Candy's driving, Steve Martin's asleep. And then he gets he, he like hits a car and like spins around and then he ends up going the wrong way on a, a four lane highway and he sees the people across the thing he's like you're going the wrong way <laughs> this drunk guy is trying to race me you're going the wrong way. Steve Martin wakes up and then John Candy yeah. says Steve Martin just like makes like a, a, a throw it back drinking kind of uh, motion like look at this fool and then Steve Martin's like yeah how does he know where we're going uh, that's funny I, I laugh out loud every time that's definitely my favorite part Stevie. Um, yeah, I saw this movie for the first time when I was probably 12 years old, and like you, I mean, like Pappy said, he watches it every year, and I do the same as well. I love this movie. Steve Martin's best movie, I'd say. Um, John Candy's best movie, even more so than Uncle Buck, and I love that movie. So, definite yes, hilarious throughout, also some feels. And if you want to call it soundtrack cheesy, maybe, but it's also its time. I mean, it's kind of like the 80s DJ turntables throughout. Um, sure, but like going back to like uh, my favorite movie ever is Goodfellas, 1991. There's no cheesy soundtrack in that. It's that very, very on. Yeah. Scorsese is pulling from the history of music at that point. Yeah. Relentlessly. It doesn't matter if the music oh, is okay. to the Oh, sure, time. sure, sure. I was just trying to make a quick uh, comparison, but yeah, sure. No, we uh, have time. We, we're all... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't uh, Run DMC <laughs> and uh, Aerosmith hit it big in, like right a little before '87 with Rock This Way? I don't know. Probably. That's kind of like it. I felt like that was kind of what it was pulling from the music. So okay, that's where I'd say it's time in history was, but definite yes. Favorite scene? Favorite scene? The highway scene? Um, no, it, yeah, the highway scene where they break from mess around to the violins going when he gets his jacket stuck because he has this look of terror on his face. Oh, yeah, that's good. That is good. That, na, 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 na. And like he's kind of looking left and right, like, do I wake Neil up? Do I not? Do I try to get out of myself? That's my definitely needs. my favorite part of the whole movie. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Drew? 
Uh, yeah, definite yes for me. I think that um, it's going to be kind of weird because this will come out before Bowfinger will. But a part of my criticism with Bowfinger is that some of the comedy doesn't stand the test of time. I think that this is... Dawn a, of time. The I, dawn I, of time. <laughs> I think this is truly... a callback. Phrase right. I guess it's truly a timeless movie. I think yeah. that comedy is perfect. There will never be a better Thanksgiving movie than this. And that, like, yeah. I watched it with my sister, and she had never seen this movie before, and she thought it was hilarious and loved this movie. It's timeless. Nice. There's no member berries factor at all in it. It's <laughs> yeah. There really is. I had to throw the berries. No, there it. isn't though. There isn't. There isn't. It's great, and and even the fact that it's it's kind of a it's kind of like a period piece, right? Like sure, yeah. I mean, like the fact that. Oh, Steve needs a bottle opener. He's trying to. <laughs> Thank you. Use yeah. the table corner, yeah. <laughs> table edge. Even even though the soundtrack is my only biggest problem with it, it still is kind of a period piece in that the fact that you're getting sure. how technology worked back then, and and like by the time our kids watch it, our grandparents will be like, "Oh yeah, I used to have Dino's Club cards." You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a cool thing. It's the best Thanksgiving movie ever, and it's my favorite. Steve Martin movie ever, definitely for sure. So hard, yes. Almost, nice. a, almost, it, it's a, almost nice. a perfect comedy. Almost a perfect comedy. I don't know if you could make it's, one better, but this might be a perfect comedy. Yeah, but there's not a lot of jokes that fall flat outside that combo anymore, and it, which I never thing, noticed. It holds up. How many? Like how many? Like our biggest criticism of comedies is they don't hold up. This holds up today, definitely. 2016. Even the slapstick, never seen even like even the slapstick comedy is funny. Like when he falls down the hill, yeah, and yeah. like he's like all muddy in his nice clothes, walking mm-hmm. in to go tell off that woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that still holds up. Yeah. So you're right. It's yeah. it is pretty timeless. I think it's pretty perfect. And favorite scene, um, I really think the scene where he's uh, renting the car is the best use of the f word in any movie. <laughs> and like I know I already talked about this for like five minutes, but like there really isn't a more poignant, better use of the F word. And it's hilarious. And just when she looks at him, says gobble, gobble. (laughs) 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 So unprofessional and so hilarious. And, and we've all been there. So that's my favorite scene. Uh, yeah, I'll say this is a yes for me. Uh, just want to reiterate all the things that you guys have said. Uh, all of these jokes, I mean, this movie, it will stand the test of time for a while. Dawn, Dawn of time. time. Dawn of time. It's a callback to Stranger Things. Uh, if you can uh, put yourself back in that time of early 90s, late 80s, I mean, just forget about the technology, all of that kind of stuff. Like, this movie wouldn't happen nowadays, but back then. Doesn't need to. Yeah, it. it this movie is hilarious. Uh, it explains what it was like to be a business person traveling. Very successful. <laughs> yeah. Which is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Things can go awry. Uh, yeah, I like this movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I forgot like the cameo fuck. from Kevin Bacon fuck, fuck, early fuck, on. Fuck, fuck, uh, Six degrees. I thought that was hilarious. Um, and Ben Stein. Ben Stein cameo. Yeah. If we have to redo this episode, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> We're not redoing this episode. Hey, what's up? Sorry. I, I don't know. I think my internet just popped wait, out for a second. Wait, hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Don't, don't say anything. Pappy ruined everything. <laughs> All right, we're good. Well, okay. Is there well, a can long you... recording there? Start over, Mikey. 
Okay, so uh, just say, let's start. Uh, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> so John Candy's really fat in this movie. Okay, yeah. Let's say yeah, that yeah, ten yeah. Times. <laughs> Number six. Uh, but yeah, this movie is uh, really great. It's timeless. Uh, I can't remember the soundtrack. I'm sure it was not great, but that's just. It- that has to be the lowest point of this movie. I mean, everything else is really great about this movie. Um, yeah, but I mean, it it gives you it's a period, almost a period piece that took place in its time. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. want to know about what it was like to be alive in the early '80s, Kid Rock was scratching tables. It was. You geez. have some weird reverse <laughs> drum sounds. That's the way you're doing. The '80s was filled that with electronic the drum. Yeah. Um, That's how Kid Rock got to start. My favorite scene is when uh, he gets pulled over by the cop in the burnt-up car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and John Candy is just talking out of his ass. <laughs> I love that scene. I'll yeah. be honest, officer. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it, but the radio's still working just fine. Uh, Post Spinal Tap, too. I really like that scene, but this is a definite yes from all of us here. So this movie is... Preserved. Preserved. Have you brought the state trooper? He was like the second lead singer in Spinal Tap. And he's also in Best in Show. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to uh, mention all these cameos. There's like two or three yeah. from Ferris Bueller alone. There's Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Uh, oh, there's yeah. the dad from Ferris Bueller. He's the business. He's like talking across from Steve Martin in the beginning. Uh, across the table. And asked him to go get his gloves. Uh, Kevin. Let's see. I don't know what his name is. Uh, there's got to be another one. But uh, John- Michael McKeon. He's the guy from uh, the Spinal Tap and Best in Show. He's also a state trooper in this movie. It's a classic John Hughes movie. At the height of awesome. his powers. Yeah. Awesome John Hughes movie. I like all of his movies. I like Steve Martin, John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is fresh. Well, we, we can't say that. This is pasteurized. So- Pasteurized? You can right. say whatever. Certified pasteurized. Certified paparized. All right, so what's our trivia, Money? Oh, yeah. Uh, so. I won't look. Uh, I yeah. Will. So we'll. Fuckers. Yeah, you guys are all sitting together. Not I'm trying to look rigged. so hard. It's rigged. It's rigged. You put up a further fort around us. From New York to Wichita to Jefferson to St. Louis to Chicago. Oh, God in, damn it. I almost Googled In a this. straight line. What is the total mileage, mileage of this journey? I have to be last, right? Because you so, won so, last? No, so I haven't we... recorded. I haven't been the host in a long time. Uh-huh. Same. So you said so, New York to Wichita to Jefferson to Chicago. First. To Jefferson to St. Louis to Chicago. As the bird flies. I'm going to say 2,100 miles. New York to Wichita to Jefferson to Chicago. To St. Louis to Chicago. 2100. Who's up before? Who else did most recently between me and Vince? Uh, Vince I don't know. I think Vince. last one I did was Dr. Strangelove. And oh, I so think, Pappy, you did one. I think. I haven't, no, I haven't hosted. Yeah, you have. You did. Uh... Yeah, you definitely have. Because I won Which on one you on you one of them. Because you said, like, God damn it, you won again. What movie was it? Because we said, oh, this is just as bad American as. American Werewolf? Uh, American werewolf. werewolf. No, but I think that might have been before Remember? Strangelove. I remember. No, I think Strangelove was before Halloween. Yeah, so then... So Pappy would have hosted before Vince. I think so. It's been a while for yeah. me, but it could have been a while for Pat, too. I don't know. All right, so who's up? 
So you said 2100? I said 2100 miles. Is it, is it cl- are we doing uh, prices right or just closest to? Or? Uh, just closest to. I'll say 1,909. Oh, wait, no. I'll Don't say, you dare. I'll say 2,099 miles. I hope you burn it out. <laughs> so one, one okay. mile below Stevie. <laughs> I'm going to be complete dick and say 2,101 miles. So really? Stevie can't. Stevie can't win. Unless <laughs> it's exactly 2,100 miles. But it's not, so Stevie uh, can't win. Pappy wins. Yes! It's Fuck! Nine, Fuck! Pappy episode! Pappy episode! 1920. Bullshit. Pappy had me scared with his first guess. 1999. Wow. What was it? Yeah, 1920. Yeah, right on the 1920? Yeah. yeah. So, guys, can we all agree better than Time Bandits? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, That's uh, not even yeah. a fucking depiction. <laughs> Uh, I'll never host again, I think. <laughs> so, Pap, what is our next movie going to be? Are you looking it up? Are I'm looking at to... my list of movies to spoil. What's the next movie Vince is going to hate? Pappy loves Tommy Boy. I have a great movie to pick, I always love putting seats in people's head when they want to pick movies. Is it too early to pick a Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah? Fuck off! I don't want to be on any Christmas movies. No Christmas movie. You wouldn't do Bad Santa or Gremlins? Ooh, Gremlins is... Lauren yeah. will be on Gremlins, she just said. Wait, 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 Lauren, Lauren, Stevie's wife, and she just ran away. <laughs> Why would she run away? Lauren, will you be on Gremlins? Gremlins. Gremlins, it's Gremlins. My wife is on Gremlins. Boom. Can't wait. Gremlins. Is that a Christmas oh. movie? Is this the first female we're ever going to have on the Why podcast? Why do I always... The thing of it is I have a good taste in movies, but I end up picking shitty 80s horror <laughs> comedies. I really, I really have good taste in movies. I swear to God, guys. <laughs> I pick shitty 90s movies. Gremlins. Gremlins I am going to ruin And Stevie's wife's going to be on it, and she's pumped. I'm going to shit all over. She said, if you... like her, She ran away because we were like yelling at her. And then she came back and said, if you guys do Gremlins, I'll be on it. Gremlins. This is werewolves in London. Two basically. No. So is this a Christmas movie? Kind yes, of. definitely a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's more a Christmas movie than than Die Hard. <laughs> the plot yeah. is more essential. Die Hard was a Christmas. Yeah. It, okay, it's gonna be funny to talk about. I'm not saying it's gonna be. Eighty six? Uh, is that the year? Eighty six? I'll, t- I'll tell you what it came down to actually. It what was it? To, what was it, Vince? I think. I it's, think it's eighty four. Eighty four. It was between Casablanca. No, I hate that movie. <laughs> Jurassic Park and Gremlins were my three. I'm choices. so happy you picked Gremlins. I don't want to talk about Jurassic Park, Park anymore. The original what Jurassic Park, Park? would have been great. Lauren would have been on that one original. too. Oh, you would have been on that too. Oh my fucking god! You're well, picking movies tonight, fam. Now we're doing a shitty <laughs> comedy. Hey, '93 is Jurassic Park. I right. would not have been on the Casablanca episode. What? <laughs> it's one of the best movies of all time. Nope. Not to me. (laughs) It's it's Mikey's Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Stevie, play us off. Okay, so. (laughs) That's such an awesome plug. So, if you want to find us on Twitter, we're at spoilers um, PDCST or spoilers pakist, as you like to say. We're also on Gmail uh, at uh, podcastspoilers at gmail.com. It's true. Did I say Drew? I meant Pappy. Well, now I'm outed. <laughs> <laughs> Found him. Which, podcastspoilers.com is also our website, which was created beautifully by our intern, Vince Valhalla. And uh, 
We are also on iTunes. Um, spoilers! Exclamation point! Our logo looks like a uh, cereal bowl. If you search for us, you gotta swipe left like one time. You have to like do a hard one swipe. One little swipe, and, then we're and there um, the also leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, also, if you wanna give us a review, like a movie to review next, uh, leave us leave it there in the comment section or email us either one. Contact us in any way. Contact us in any way. Believe me, we need. We're please lonely. just we're contact us. Horse. We're so lonely. <laughs> and uh, contact us like your arrival aliens. And I put the mess around on the. Uh, spo- uh, the uh, I do the mess around. Oh, we're also yeah, on Spotify. Yeah. We have a. Uh, oh, that's a good song though. Do you guys the listen to that Spotify playlist? Never it is listen. So to shitty. It's <laughs> 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 so bad. <laughs> it's so unlistenable and so awful. <laughs> 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 well, that's what you are choosing uh, like that. Wait, is DMX on it? That's not a shitty place. If you have DMX, DMX yeah, there's a lot of Paul Simon songs. It's all going to give it to you. Like, if you have DMX in any playlist, that makes it a good playlist. I love Paul Simon, but DMX is better. DMX to Paul Simon is a hard downshift. <laughs> it's a very hard downshift. You're grinding some hard gears. <laughs> also, I'd like to thank uh, Joshua Hensley for creating our intro and outro. Did an amazing job. He's from the band Rutabaga. And I believe they're on tour right now, aren't they? They are. That's the song you're hearing right now. They play a lot around uh, college campuses, so Madison, Wisconsin, and Indianapolis. The Rutabaga has a nice sound to them. Please check them out. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, John Candy. Rest in peace, John Candy, and the two cows that were murdered for a four running champion. All right. Also, good. rest in peace, Pappy's ancestors. I know that's what we're celebrating tomorrow, but uh, yeah, we're celebrating guy. genocide. Hey, yeah, we're done. Mark. <laughs> we're gonna keep that in the episode. Lauren's <laughs> <laughs> up next. Math teacher Mark Math Paper.